0: For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Robson, and this is another readout from our regular Wednesday Wake-up newsletter for April 29th, 2020. There is, apparently, an old Chinese proverb that says when there's food on the table, there are many problems. When there's no food on the table, there's one problem. And lately, of course, there's been one problem. The pandemic that resulted in quarantine, concerns about the economy, about the state of government finances, about health, about all those things that I know that you're worried about as we are here at CDN. But there are people out there who don't think the fact that industry has shut down through much of the world should stop the industrial scale axe grinding about another problem. That's right, climate change. The UN Secretary General, for instance, Antonio Guterres, he admits or at least claims, that the pandemic is the biggest problem since the Second World War. Now, honestly, I think that's a little bit grandiose. The pandemic is bad, but there have been a lot of other pretty serious things. The threat of nuclear annihilation, for instance. The very real environmental problems that led to the staging of the first Earth Day, and on which we've actually made a lot of progress by concentrating sensibly on real issues. Never mind. The pandemic is worse than anything since Hitler, and yet, It's not enough that they're saving us from that. There's something even worse they're going to save us from as well, and yes, it's climate change. According to Guterres and others, we must make sure that the stimulus and relief programs used to counteract the effects of the quarantine caused by the pandemic are also used to ensure a transition from the grey to the green economy. Just like that. Sure thing, buddy. Just as soon as we get some food on the table, We're going to be very interested in the possibility of trading everything that we know works for your magic beans. Seriously, for a long time, people seemed to have this idea that the private economy, though they claim to despise it, was so resilient and so productive that it didn't matter what policy initiatives you took. It didn't matter how bad they were for wealth creation. The economy would just keep on running and keep on generating the revenue needed for expensive government programs, employment, wealth, food, all the stuff we count on. I think right now we're getting a bit of a lesson in not taking our blessings for granted and not being reckless about the harm we do to the things that we count on to keep us alive. There's much more in the newsletter, of course. Our 1919 or 2019 quiz goes out east to St. John's, Newfoundland and asks you can you tell a year's worth of temperature in that scenic spot from cool comfy pre-climate crisis 1919 from a year of temperature readings from climate emergency 2019. It should be easy, right? We're told temperatures shot up, extreme weather's increased, there are droughts, there are wildfires, every bad thing you can imagine including super itchy poison ivy. So if you can't tell, unless we label the lines, maybe there's rather more hype going on in this business about climate change than there is solid, factually-based evidence. Oh, one more thing from the science section of the newsletter. A study of droughts in India. They've had quite a long one recently. And of course, you get the usual talk of, aha, climate change, proof positive, extreme weather. The thing is, though, the study says that while this drought has been rather lengthy, it has not been as intense or as deadly as a number of others in the last 150 years. And what's more? The worst ones, for the most part, happened more than 50 years ago. So before the real rise in CO2, before the supposed increase in temperature, and in extreme weather that constitutes the climate crisis. Now, if you prefer facts and logic to shouting, please go to the website, that's climatediscussionnexus.com. If you haven't already done so, sign up for the Wednesday Wake Up. Also have a look at our videos, which you can find there and on YouTube at ClimateDN. And I know times are tough. Everybody's worried about the future economically. But if you're not already a supporter and you can make a pledge of $2 a month, $4 a month, $7 a month, these contributions make a huge difference at our end. Thanks for watching. For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Robson.